Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Frisco Report. We have a really great show for you today. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're gonna, we have a lot of topics to cover. We're going to do Dak Watch, Patrick Peterson talk, and then we're going to go into Mike's three-round mock draft. You guys will be able to help him with his picks, and then I'll break down the picks from the chat box and Mike, and we'll go over the three-round mocker to see how everybody did and where this goes. Mike might even do a trade in this one. We'll see what, what happens here in this mock draft. Mike will be driving it, and I'll be breaking down the picks afterwards. So, guys, without further ado, let's get into it. Mike, what's going on, bro? Not a whole lot, brother. I, I'm trying to look and see my lighting. I'm going to have to change up my lighting on this new camera. I kind of look a little emo from the playback. But uh, I'll get some lighting, guys. I'll be able to see this. But now I'm just changing it up. Joe hooked a, hook a brother up with the, with the gift, and I'm using the gift. And uh, we're doing this thing thing, but let's get into the show, Joe. We got a good one for these guys. Let's not leave them hanging. And look, look, the it's new draft player. season, baby. Look draft season. Yeah. You know how we roll, man. It's all about the draft. I love we it. We ain't in uniform, but we in uniform. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So shout out to everybody in the chat box to join us live. Make sure you hit like on this if you're ready to rock and roll for this episode. Shout out to everybody. Appreciate all you guys. But, uh, Mike, let's get started. Dak Watch, where we're at, you know, all these crazy rumors coming out. Uh, still no contract. The, uh, you know, the uh, the money that's supposed to be available to teams, the cap space, that'll be announced here in a few weeks. There's rumors of what that number might be. But uh, what's, your, what's your take on where we're at with Dak Watch? It's where we're at. I'm being honest. It's, it's where we're at. Um you know, it's February 9th, 2021. We still got a month until actual free agency. Uh, we got four weeks uh, up until something can really happen, whether it's a franchise tag, an extension. There's plenty of time, okay? We got four weeks at least. Um, but, you know, what I don't like seeing is Cowboy fans saying they're going to stop supporting the Dallas Cowboys if they let – Deck walk like guys it, it's players come and go the star remains forever joe and uh if, if the cowboys let that go and, and do different things i'm still going to be repping the star it's what i do it's, it's who i am i don't i don't do this we, we joe and i we don't do shows every tuesday just talk about that Gresco. we talk about the cowboys we talk about how we're gonna get the cowboys better and if Dak's a part of that, Dak's a part of it. If Dak ain't a part of it, he's not a part of it, guys. I'm not turning in my Cowboy star for a Washington no-name team because Dak followed him and everyone's making – I followed that team and everyone on Instagram and everybody's making a big deal out of it. Um, but it is it is what it is, guys. Let's just breathe. Joe, tell him to breathe. We got four weeks. Oops. Yeah, everybody do some Zen exercises, yoga, whatever you have to do. Yeah. I'm I'm with I'm with everybody. You know, everybody's stressed out about what's going on. Some people are fine with him going, but then you have a large fan base. It's like, hey, what are the Cowboys doing? It's out of our hands. We just have to hope that these guys make the right move. Whether or not we have confidence that this front office will in fact make that right move, uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Now the 23rd, it, that is coming up. So the 23rd of February, that's when the franchise tag can be slapped on him if that's what they want to do. Do they want to slap the franchise tag on him, or do they want to give him the franchise tag? So we'll, we'll see if they're going to slap it to him again they or can do what. That from that date until March you know, 9th. Until March 9th. So yeah. there's plenty of time, guys. Quit panicking. Let the Dallas Cowboys post something on Twitter without you saying sign Dak. All right? they they Make Cowboy Twitter great again. Yeah, so that's where we're at, guys, on Dak Watch. We'll see what happens there with this, everybody. Let us know in the chat box what do you think is ultimately going to happen here with Dak. Are the Cowboys going to bumble this up, or are they going to hammer out a deal? Okay. They're going to hammer out a deal. Yeah, so that's where we're at, guys. The next topic of discussion here, the Patrick Peterson rumor. Everybody has seen it by now. Patrick Peterson has even come out to say that uh, he's upset about this and uh, you know whether or not it's true or not. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So, Mike, let's just go through the hypothetical here. Let's say that uh, 30-year-old, let's keep that in mind, 30-year-old uh, Patrick Peterson does, in fact, become a free agent. 
you know, through getting cut. Should the Cowboys have any interest in this player? I'm going to be honest with you, Joe. Great question. I want to say yes, and I'm so glad we're talking about Patrick Peterson first when it comes to the free agency moves and not a guy like Richard Sherman. Yes, amen. Um, yes. So I'm just glad that we're talking about Patrick Pete first mm-hmm. and not this dude. Um, I, I like Patrick Peterson. We got the wrong one. We got Morris Claiborne. Um, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Patrick Pete. Now, that's the leader you want. I mean, this guy, the Cardinals, almost it's almost like Larry Fitzgerald. Patrick's Pete, he's been loyal to the Cardinal, to the Cardinal Nation, to the Cardinal fan base, to, to the Cardinals franchise itself. And, uh, yeah, he's long in the tooth, that and that, and this, then the third. But the leadership Patrick Pete can bring to you, I think, is more magnified than what Richard Sherman can bring here, Joe. It really is. Um we just got the wrong one in Morris Claiborne. It sucks that I say I got to say that again, but I would not mind Patrick Pete coming in here to mentor guys. I will have Patrick Pete over Richard Sherman any day of the week. Absolutely. And that's where I'm at with it as well. You know, when we're talking about Patrick Peterson and Claiborne because they're, you know, both LSU, they hit on theirs. We missed on ours. I, I totally agree, Mike. Um, what I like about Patrick Peterson as well is he still has speed, you know. Obviously, he's probably not running the 4-3-0, but he's probably still in the four fours, you know, maybe, or maybe mm-hmm. 4-3-9 or somewhere like that. That's still really fast. And for for this team, I feel like you got to get more speed on the field, right? And we look at uh, the Super Bowl and, and, and some of these teams that, that, that are ravenous, they have a lot of speed, you know, and, and I feel like the Cowboys need more speed on the field. And for a cornerback, um, I would feel more comfortable having somebody with more speed opposite of Diggs. Not that Diggs is slow, but he's not a burner. If you could have Diggs do what he did, year two, he's you got to think he's going to be better. Patrick Peterson, you're good there. Donovan Wilson, address that safety position. And all of a sudden, this secondary should be a lot better than it was last year, Mike. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. But then again, we could have the secondary – Tuned up nice, Joe. But my whole thing is, where's our linebackers? Can Layton stay healthy? Can can Smith stay healthy? Uh, we had a bunch of one-year guys. Joe Thomas, March Lillard, Sean Lee. Linebacker core depth is right back where it was a year ago. Um, and then we got the interior defensive line. Tristan Hill coming off an injury. What is he going to look like coming back? He had some consistent good play. Then he got hurt. So where is Tristan Hill coming back at? Navelle Gallimore, I'm glad he got those reps. I like Navelle Gallimore. Randy Gregory is is not hitting for agency. A one-year deal, where is he going to be at? So there's a lot of things that if we could fix that outside, you dang right. But that concern, Joe, is the linebacker situation and the interior defensive line situation. Yeah, I agree, Mike. Yeah, it's it's all, you know, it's it's you know everything has to hit on all cylinders this year. We can't have a weak part of this defense. Um, obviously, we can't have a perfect defense, but you do have to improve. A lot of people in the chat box that I think they like the idea. Some people want to go young, you know, going into the draft. So uh, here we go, Alexander three hundred two. I want the DB from Virginia Tech, Caleb Farley. Yeah, so Caleb Farley, like six two, has a lot of speed. So if they do want to go that route. That's an option. He did opt out. You do need to be careful with that, however. And uh, we'll have to monitor that situation. But, Mike, um, it does. You know, I, I think it does make a lot of sense, you know, as far as would you rather have Sherman? Would you rather have Peterson? That's what we're talking about right now. And, uh, yeah, Peterson for me all the way. Um, all now, day. Now, what I, what I do like about Sherman, Mike, is obviously he does have the rapport there with Dan Quinn, but – you can't have this guy covering some of these speedy guys. He, his recovery is not what it used to be, and um, he's you know some injuries have popped up on on the back end of his career there. So we'll see what they do there. Martin with super chat, appreciate you, bro. I like Iofatu Melanfonwu out of Syracuse, six three two twelve. So he um, he looked good there at the Senior Bowl in the game. He had some opportunities. Um, so, you know, I know he's on the radar. He's one of these, you know, if the Cowboys want to continue on that metric centric philosophy that we talked about 
uh, here recently, Mike, as far as like you got to be six whatever and above, you know, then, yeah, I think a player like this could be in the mix, Mike. But um, weren't we talking about a Melathonu last year or something? Well, he, he I think it was his brother, Obi. Obi Melathonu. Yes. So the conversation there between Obi and Iofatu is that Obi – didn't have a passion for football. He was a bust. I'm not even sure he's still in the league. I think he was, might have even been in the XFL, if I remember. But um, from what I've heard is that Iofatu is the complete opposite. He has the passion for the football. So this one is a player that you kind of have to, you know, study and do a little bit more research as far as, yeah, it's true. He he is more of a passionate football player because you don't want to get caught in like, oh, these two brothers, they're the same. You know, sometimes that happens, you know, one brother and the other brother's good. We, we see it with, uh, you know, the McCourty brothers. They're both pretty good. The Diggs brothers, they're, they're both those guys are pretty good. Now, when you get to these guys, the Melifonwu brothers, is one going to be good and one is bad? So Obi was not good. He sucked. As long as his brother Iofatu <laughs> is not that, I think you're okay. But that's something that you got to really vet out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. See, I'm not really good with names, but that Melifonu is very unique. It stuck out to me. I, I was like, didn't we just talk about this guy? Why does all that Melifonu sound? It ain't like everybody's walking around with Melifonu. Yeah, and Obi did really good in the uh, in the combine. He kind of it was almost he kind of got a little bit of the Byron Jones bump. You know, he was one of these guys. His numbers were, were really good, um, you know, at the combine. So that always raises you up. This year we don't have those combines, so nobody's going to get those bumps. It's going to be pro days, workouts, and things like that. So, like we said, you got to navigate the minefield of this upcoming draft. Martin, appreciate the super chat and the question. Thank you very much, bro. Hey, we got we got 64 viewers in here and 24 likes. I just was the 25th like, guys. I'm slacking over here. Let's get three more likes up in here. 64 viewers, 25 likes. Let's make it happen. Three, three likes. Can I get three likes, guys? Peterson stays more healthier and a better athlete. Yeah, I agree, Alexander. Sign Peterson draft linebacker for Notre Dame. Jeremiah Owusu Koromora. JOK. Right. JOK. Hello, hell of a player. Hell of a player. Mario Flores. He likes the corner of Fatsu's fire. His tapes top five for me. Oh. Top Mario. five safeties. I'm I'm assuming he's meaning top five safeties, right? Yeah. Or cornerback. Corner, um, yeah. I miss Byron Jones. Yeah, he he was a shutdown corner. I wouldn't say shutdown, but he was a corner. Yeah, he, he was pretty good. <laughs> Just didn't get the interceptions. Guys, the next conversation here, Mike. Well, somebody I, there was somebody here. This this is a great segue into our next conversation. And let me find that comment. Where did you go, my brother? I Trey saw it in here. Peterson. Where did I see that? Ah, oh, here we go. Here we go. Jared Adele, draft Trey Lance. And this is perfect because we wanted to get into the conversation here, Mike, as far as, you know, rookie quarterbacks. You know, we're not in panic mode yet where we need to start actually scouting hardcore for quarterbacks. But it's also a conversation that should not be ignored, Mike. So, whether or not whatever happens with Dak, if they give him the 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 franchise tag one year, you know, do you still need to protect yourself and draft a quarterback there early? You might have to. Because you made a point, Mike, where Drew Brees, tag left. Kirk and, then Cousins. Had, and then Kirk Cousins, tag, tag, he left. Not, both those teams didn't get any compensation. They let these guys walk out the door. So for the Cowboys – if they go the one-year contract again, let them walk out the door. You're left with your pants down and exposed. You're going to get kicked in the nuts. You're going to hit the floor, and you're going to be 5-11 and 11 for a couple of years in a row. So let's talk about quarterbacks, Mike. And Trey Lance, let, let's hit this one up here, Mike. Um, Trey Lance, one of the quarterbacks that you know we talked about offline. What's your thoughts on Trey Lance, the bison? Trey, let me get my notes here. Trey Lance – North Dakota State, Trey Lance, right? Is that who we're talking about? Yeah. 6'4", 226 pounds. Um, I, I, 
he's he's to me he's not the best quarterback out there. Um, you know, he did throw ten touchdowns and three interceptions in nine games. Um, you know, I can't can't argue that. Um, I don't know. What what do you think about? Oh, Trey Lance. I like see what I like about Trey Lance. He's pretty athletic. He's got good size to him. I think he's a a more. I would. I, I don't know. He's a little bit. His frame is similar to Dak. You know, it his tr- his trunk is not as thick like his legs, but they're not skinny like his former uh, guy over there, Carson Wentz. So I think he's he's well built, pretty durable. Hasn't missed a lot of time at all. Uh, comes from a good program. And he's done well. He he's won a ton of games there, championships and everything in, in that division, right? So I like him running with the ball. He's got that. He can bring that to you. You know, he can do what Dak does as far as you know keeping it. He can run the the play option, and uh, he's got a good arm for me. So Trey Lance is uh, one guy that uh, you know I really personally I like him a lot. Now, would they take him there at ten? You know, when when this whole mock draft season started, Trey Lance was up there with, you know, Trevor Lawrence and uh, Justin Fields. Somehow he got forgotten about because they kind of opted out there. He only played one game against Arkansas State, and then he shut it down. Um, So, But he did good in that game. So I can see where there's some concerns there as far as not playing the full season, but these players have to protect themselves and uh, protect their stock, right? So – if the Cowboys were to go that route and then you you have the quarterback whisper and Mike McCarthy, you know, that's kind of what he's been known for. You might have something there where, you know, if you have Dak Prescott on the one-year contract, you have Trey Lance sitting there learning the scheme. Maybe he's able to get in some time there. So I, I do like uh, Trey Lance, Mike. Yeah. So I was reading over my notes. Sorry about that. Wasn't prepared there for Mr. Trey Lance. Um I had Justin Fields on our topic to talk first. If I had to scroll through there, um, but no, uh, I think uh, 49ers or Washington, the football team is, is going to take him. Um, is is he a projected starter day one? I mean, if you're going to draft him in the in, in the first round of the draft, obviously, um, you know that that that's uh, number one. But I, I think it's going to take him time to develop. Uh, you talked about him opting out. Um, Yes, he has some characteristics of Dak Prescott and, and a few other mobile quarterbacks, nothing like Lamar Jackson's speed or nothing like that. But yeah. um, I, I I see him going to either the 49ers or the Washington Redskins. Um, uh, Mario Flores made a good point. Quarterbacks are so hard for me to evaluate, and you're absolutely right because there's so, there's so many of them in the draft, and, uh, you know, you, you, you get different sources telling you different things, and uh, – and yeah, but I I like it. I like a challenge. Uh, I'm the right kind of guy that likes a challenge. You know, Jason Garrett type guy right here. Um, but no, it's Trey Lance. I think he's gonna do do something for some franchise maybe in year three, one or two. I think it's a learning curve. Yeah, that, that's where a lot of the learning curve on these, and it, it is high expectations for a lot of quarterbacks, especially when they go early. The earlier they go the higher the expectation and some of these guys just don't handle it well. You know, some of these guys are stars in their universities. And the prime example for me has always been the USC quarterbacks. These guys perform well in the Pac-12, Pac-10, whatever the hell you want to call them these days. But when these guys get into the NFL, none of them have worked out. So, you know, it's a little bit of that as well. You know, you do have to judge the player, but sometimes the program, they bring in a certain type of archetype, a certain type of player for their program. And then when they dump them into the NFL, uh, they get exposed. So that is the thing that you really have to guard against when you're drafting a quarterback. And it, it is. You are rolling the dice. You never know. Trevor Lawrence could be the bust of bust. Could he be a Ryan Leaf? I mean, when Ryan Leaf came out, you know, it was him over Peyton Manning, if I remember correctly, right? So yep. they they chose wrong. <laughs> the Colts chose correctly, you know. But, the, you know, Ryan Leaf had the big arm. He had all the stats and this and that. Great in college, got to the NFL, complete utter bust. So it, it is, man. You really 
it is very hard to evaluate quarterbacks. It's, it's one of the worst ones. That's why if you have a quarterback, to me, you want to keep them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what it is. That's what it is. Cowboys Corner with the super chat. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> Appreciate the super chat indeed. Mike, can't do this without you, bro. And everybody in the chat box, we do appreciate you. Appreciate it. Uh, Alexander 302 uh, wants to talk about Justin Fields, Mike. Yeah. Uh, let's hit him up. What do you think about Justin Fields at Ohio State? Justin Filio. Can we just get Felipe Franks and be done with it? That's my, I like him. <laughs> um, we're back up Dak, okay? Not to start. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Felipe Franks. 6'3", 228 pounds. Justin Fields, right? Justin Fields. Ohio State. Make sure my notes are good. Oh, dude, I like this guy. Justin Fields, I have him ranked higher than Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. Um, uh, Zach, Wils- Zach Wilson. Is Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. I have him ranked higher than that. I have him ranked higher than Mac Jones, too, Joe. Um, yeah. I, I just I – just, I, I, he, the guy was smart. He, he hit the transfer portal to to Ohio State when Dwayne Haskins uh, got drafted, and uh, and and he hit the transfer portal. And uh, you know he had the last the, the last couple of games. He had some really bad completion percent. I think it was fifty eight percent, Joe, for six hundred thirteen yards, four touchdowns, and five interceptions. So my concern though with Justin Fields, Joe is can he live up to certain expectations consistently right if you're going to be the quarterback of a franchise you can can you you can handle the ups but can you handle the downs and fight adversity justin fields i think has a hard time fighting adversity don't know the guy personally but he needs to learn how to handle success and be consistent the way he fell off there doesn't look good for anybody um but with that being said, the talent is there. The talent for Justin Fields is there, but we got to see some type of consistency, Joe. Yeah, Justin Fields. I think uh, from all from the recent Ohio State quarterbacks that have, that have come into the league, I've, I haven't been a big fan of him. Dwayne Haskins, I thought needed to stay another year to refine his skill. He came out too early. He was a complete bust. Now maybe his career can get revamped. You know, um, now that he has, has resigned with another team he's getting another shot so kudos to that but um, as far as justin fields you know when the draft the pre-draft rankings came out i had justin fields pretty high as well um for me i i have lance over justin fields i i personally i just like i'm a big fan of trey lance but justin fields i do i, I do like his athleticism i think he has a pretty good arm he can get the ball down the field and he's had a lot of speed to throw to so you know he can get the ball down the field, you know, to the speedy receivers. Um, he does good in the short game as well, tight ends, this kind of thing. I think he does well. And uh, but it's gonna for me, Justin Fields needs to land in the right place. Yes. And when you when some of these bad teams are up that high, there's a reason why they're they're bad teams. So for me, Justin Fields, I think would be better served in a program that has a better coaching staff that can groom him and then put I, I don't want to throw Justin Fields into the fire for me personally. I think he's if he ends up in like the Jets, for example, that's not gonna be good for him. Now Robert Soleil, I think he will turn around that program, but that's gonna be a, a, a tough uh a tough call for him for me. So I do like Justin Fields as a first round quarterback, but I don't have him, you know, over Trey Lance. The other quarterback guy, Zach Wilson, Marvin Wink. Zach Wilson will get draftable for Fields and Lance. Wink coming with the fire. He's saying both of us are not on par with what he's saying. He likes Zach Wilson, which is fine. And that's the thing about the draft. You know, uh, Dame Brugler, I think, has Zach Wilson as his number two quarterback. You know, he had him like mock number two to the Jets. So there, there is – it's all about what flavor do you want? You know, what, what, what is your cup of tea? You know, all these quarterbacks offer different kinds of things. Zach Wilson, to me, um, has a little bit of the Johnny Manziel, Pat Mahomish types of things. You know, he kind of throws the ball at different kinds of angles. 
can roll out, can do all these kinds of things. The only thing about him is his durability. That kind of scares me. You know, he kind of gets dinged up. And I think it's just his body frame. He's a thinner quarterback. You know, we talk about Trey Lance. We talk about Justin. These guys are are bigger quarterbacks. They can take the hits. They can run. They can run the play action the uh, and these kinds of things and take some hits. With Zach Wilson, you better give him some protection because if he gets dinged around, you better have a backup. But I do like him, though. I, I, I personally... Uh, I do like Zach Wilson. If the Cowboys were to take him, I, I wouldn't mind that, but not for year one. <laughs> I want him to sit behind Dak if that's what these guys ultimately do. What, what do you think about Zach Wilson, Mike? I I got to almost agree with, uh, with the Zach Wilson by Marvel and group here. I like Zach. I like his poise. Um, I like his poise in the pocket. I like his red zone awareness. I like his, um, oh man, his uh, his ability to extend plays, running out of the pocket, things of that sort. Zach Wilson, I can see where they got him going to the to the Jets at two. Um, I, I I think he's onto something here, Joey. He might be on here to something. I, I like it. Yeah. Just give him some protection, though. That that's my only thing about Zach Wilson. I think he's a, he comes from a good program, BYU. You know that has some history there with the great Steve Young. You know if if you if you like Steve Young's kind of play, I think this guy gives you a little bit of that Steve Young mobility, that kind of thing. So uh, same school, BYU. So we'll see what happens there. Will he go there? It, it, it's all what do the Jets do? Do they want to roll with Sam Darnold another year? Former first round pick just a few years ago. Yeah, but we're seeing a lot of this this trend of uh, if they don't if it doesn't work early, we're moving on. We saw it with Rosen, uh, we're seeing with a lot of you're even hearing talk about Tua maybe being available via trade, you know. But he has durability, so that's the thing, you know. You do have to have durability because it's like any other position on the field, Mike. You're not helping if you're not on the field, and if you get a Zach Wilson, you know, I think you do need to have a good backup plan just in case, you know? Oh, you're absolutely right. I agree with your points. The other quarterback here, Mike, that we want to hit up on as far as potential picks here early in the first Mac round. Jones. Mac Jones out of Ooh. Alabama. We've seen a couple of people mention him here in the comments. Uh, Greg Sinclair, Mac Jones won it all and he will be there at 10. Yeah, I think he definitely will be there at 10. I, yeah. I don't doubt that at all, but – Mike, what do you think about Mac Jones? Yeah, it's good timing. Uh, a good internal clock, stepping up in the pocket, knowing to move around. Good intangibles. He's a hard worker, has good character, Joe. Um, his weaknesses, so, uh, quality arm strength. Quality arm strength, maybe not so much elite. Um, might only be, I'm going to say this, Joey, might only be a game manager in the NFL. Maybe, maybe. Now, what I like about Mac Jones is from all the Alabama quarterbacks, and now even to, to a certain degree, even Tua, I do like Tua, but man, that durability crap, it, that just does not work for me. So Mac Jones, to me, he kind of reminds me of um, of Roethlisberger. He does, like you said, the arm, I don't think he has the, a big arm like Roethlisberger, but the pocket presence, you know, and he has a he can move a little bit now. He's not as successful outside the pocket as Justin Fields and Trey. And some of these other quarterbacks, they're very successful outside the pocket. Mac Jones is primarily almost like a traditional pocket passer. Now, like I said, he can move a little bit. He has thrown outside the pocket here and there, but his success rate is higher in the pocket. So if you're drafting a Mac Jones, you know, you got to have good guard, good you got to have a good line. You know, you don't want to get this guy getting dinged up and beat up all over the place, but very successful comes from a, a good program. And he's one of my more favorite Alabama quarterbacks that has, have come out of here. Um, I don't think you can rattle the guy. He's played in some of the biggest games. So I like him. Now, would I take him at 10? I think that, you know, um, if you're talking about moving down and taking him at 15, what is the difference between taking him at 10 and 15? Right? So, there's Make always it. that discussion as ah that's too high, but would you take him at 15 or 20? You know, I, 
I think he's in the mix. I think he's uh, he's done enough, Mike. You know what he's done in his career and how he looked in the practices in Chingham Bowl. I mean, he looked uh, crisp. He looked sharp. Converted. Made all the, the passes. Poise. Yeah, he, the, the he, Yeah, he looked good. The, the poise is there. Definitely poise. But can the success be there, Joe? Yeah, it's an, and he, I, I think with him, he's, it's kind of similar for me as um, Justin Field. I think you, he's got to land in the right program. And I think somebody, I think somebody is going to get him, and it's going to be the right program. I could see him going to New England. That would be a great fit for those guys. They need a quarterback. Uh, you know, maybe the Colts, they might take him. I think that would be a good fit there. And I hate to say it, but maybe – the Washington football team or whatever the hell they're going to call themselves this year, that, that might be a good fit for them. They're, the the thing about the Redskins <laughs> is they're the Redskins. I don't give a crap. So the thing about them is they have a good defense. They they're missing the quarterback. And I don't know what they're going to do with Alex Smith. So get him a quarterback, get him a wide receiver. They're going to be dangerous. So I, I don't want him to go there. <laughs> I don't want Mac Jones to go there. Yeah. Let him go there. We'll sack him. Yeah. We'll sack him. We'll... Kirk Cousins Jr. We'll get him. Martin has another uh, super chat here. I like Quinn Miners in the third round of the guard. Uh, we can hit on him. You know, he had a, a hell of a senior bowl. You know, um, he, he they had that montage where it looked like the Rocky Four montage where he's like running in the snow, had the big – log running all over the place looked like he was training for like one of these icelandic you know super strength competitions and the guy is built like a bull man the guy's uh he earned himself some draft position there now i don't know how high he'll go i think the third fourth round i think martin i think he's gone up there i think before the senior bowl he was probably like a fifth rounder somewhere like that but the level of competition he looked really good in the senior bowl I think he did a really good job there. So, yeah, that, that's a good one there. If you want to upgrade over Connor Williams, I have to say I would take him over Connor Williams, man. I think he's an upgrade. But, see, my whole thing is people have him at guard, but is he playing guard or center? Oh, he'll be a guard. He'll be a guard. He's too, scrap, he's too scrappy. I, I want this guy mauling people at guard. <laughs> I mean, he does have that flex. You could put him at center, but he, he's a guard for me. But if he's scrapped, yeah. don't you want him as that center, though? That centerpiece on your O-line? But we have a badass at center. Oh. Tyler Biadish. Biadish. Somebody had a question here. Oh, Jay Ortega. Here we go. What do you think about Sam Ellinger in the fourth or fifth if he's there? He gives me Dak vibes. Great leader, very durable, and a high-ceiling a very low price. We can focus on the early Sam Ellinger. Um, I don't have him that high myself. I have him more as, as a day three guy, uh, like a six rounder for me. That, that's just me. I do like him. I thought he was productive there in, um, in Texas. I would have liked to see more from him in, in the senior bowl, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, as far as a backup though, you know, it might be somebody that you want to get a, as an upgrade over backup because it's not going to be, Danucci, Gucci Danucci. I I think he he's way too raw, man. I think you got to give Danucci more uh, practice squad <laughs> development. To be quite honest, you know what I mean. So yeah, I mean I, I would mind taking him looking at, uh, later. Compete for a backup competition for sure, bro. For sure. Donnell Jenkins. I live in D.C. I want them to suck forever. <laughs> Donnell in the house. Yes, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I agree. Trade for Wentz, not to be a quarterback, but the Cowboys clipboard manager. <laughs> That's great. All right. I think we hit up on a lot of the main quarterbacks there in the first round just to, to wet our beak a little bit. Now, we will return to this conversation depending on how things look with, uh, you know, with free agency. What, what are they going to do with Dak? If this does come – that they're tagging this guy, that they're tagging Dak Prescott, all bets are off. You you have to do deeper dives, right? You have to yep. do deeper dives on, on quarterback at 10. Do you trade up and 
secure somebody. I think you, you, you can land a quarterback at 10, but if you want to secure your guy, you might have to move up. But that'll be a conversation in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll touch back on that. But, Mike, without further ado, guys, let's get into your three-round mock draft. Let's get this thing going, guys. And everybody in the chat box, make sure you give your input on what you might, what you want Mike to do. Mike will drive it. He'll have his input, and then I'll break down the picks. Yep, we got 104 viewers, guys. We got 56 likes. Get me five more likes, guys. Let's get to 61 likes. 61 likes. I'll be happy. I won't get fired on my day off. Let's yeah. see. Pound that like button, everybody. Pound that like button like you would your side piece chick on Saturday side piece. Oh, my goodness gracious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pound it, man. Pound that thing. Saturday side piece. You know what I mean? How's it look, Joe? All right. Let's add this. All right. There's Mike. He's, we're going with PFF. Let's change that randomness all the way to the left, Mike. Yep, yep. All the way to the left. Left. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going three rounds. Yeah, three rounds. I don't care about the other teams, so we need to speed this bad boy up. Ah, there we go. I like that idea right there. And then go ahead and give me my Dallas Cowboys with the 10th overall pick. Joe, how's that look? Looking good, looking good. All right. Let's enter that draft. Roger Goodell, start the draft. Here we go. Here we go. We'll uh, we'll review everything here in just a moment. Look at that. Look how fast that was. I like that. Let's review this thing. Trevor Lawrence, overall right there. Justin Fields to the Jets. Jamar Chase, Mr. Swell, the tackle there. Let's see. Zach Wilson is an eagle. Uh, Micah Parsons went to the Lions. Devontae Smith. Trey Lance is there. There's a lot of these quarterbacks, Joe, that we talked about. Just missed out on my boy there, Trey Lance. That that's that hurts. But who else you got on there, guys? Guys, let us know in the in the, in the chat box. Who do you want Mike to go with? Who do you want to look at? What position? Let Mike know. Yeah, let's. Uh, you know me. I'm a defensive guy. Uh, let's. Uh, let, 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 let's go. Uh, let's go, mother loving defense, real quick. Hold up. Let's see. Let's go cornerback first. Let's go cornerback first. We got Caleb Farley there. Patrick Sertan is in the building. Um, let's see. We got Who Kyle Pitts, Mike. Man up. Oh, calling me out, Joe. <laughs> we got, uh, got Caleb. We got a couple of Caleb Farleys. We got Kyle Pitts. With Caleb Farley, man, I think I think he's going to be Morris Claiborne 2.0. I know I drafted him last week in my mock draft, Joe. But I'm really thinking that this dude's going to be Morris Claiborne 2.0. If if I'm going corner, it's it's going to be uh, Jace Horn or Patrick Sertan because I know what I have in these guys, Joe. I can't be gambling my tenth overall pick for Caleb Farley. I don't want to make nobody mad, but I got to keep it 100. Mm-hmm. Got got a couple of pits. Got a couple of Farleys. Sir time. Got a couple of that in the chat box. So three there. Got some Slaters in the trap box. Cleveland Brown says down trade. Trade down. That is an option if you want to go. If you want to make a trade, Mike. Yeah, but I, all right. Let's see. Let's see. I don't, I've never traded with other teams before. Ooh, who do I want to trade with? The Patriots. How, how far would you want to go down? Fifteen. Patriots. Yeah, let's let's trade down. I bet I can get a, I bet I can get a swap, and a second. Well, right now it looks like you're trading with the 49ers. Is that who you want to go with? 49ers? No, 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 no. Ha! Give me your 15, and give me your that right there, and I'm in the what the third round right here. Get that I'm, I'm going to make these. I'm going to see if they'll accept this. And the only thing I'm giving you is that. Trade what? not accepted. Bill Belichick. All right. So what, what do you think is a good offer? I think, I think that was a good offer. 
So I, I swapped them and I got an additional second. Remember, Cowboys still got two in the third. So we swapped, right, Joe? So you so you you traded. You're getting New England's 15 and second round pick. So okay. Yeah. From 10 to 15, mm, I don't know. I, I I think I probably would have wanted to get maybe a, another fourth or fifth. But I think you know we'll, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Oh, look at that, Patrick Sertan still right there. I gained a second round pick, Joe. I still got I got Darren Shaw from Virginia Tech right there too. That tackle position. Oh man, look at me. Look at me now. I'm getting paper. Let me see. What are y'all thinking, guys? What are you thinking, Joey? Let's see who else you got. So who's left on on your your cornerbacks? I know everybody was wanting Farley. Go go check out your corners. Who do you got left there? Oh, I think Farley left. Fairly Farley. Sir Tan and Horn is still there. Yep, Jace Horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sertan's in there. Uh oh. See, I, I, I like Jace Horn, though. South Carolina, Joe. Well, go for it. This is hey. your job, man. We'll break it down. Here we go. All right. So, number 15 pick, JC Horn. I think that's a steal for me, guys. Don't, don't come at me. Don't I think, that's, me. I think that's a good one. I do like that. I love Sertan at 15, man. Now we got two. Look at that. We're picking in the Jaguars, and then we're picking again. Nice. Oh my God! Where do you guys want to go here? So we got we got the cornerback in the first round, second round. Do you want to stick defense? Do you want to look at offensive line, safety? What do you guys want to look at? Let's look at safeties, Mike. Is there more there? I already know who I'm drafting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can look at safeties. There we go. Safety's right here. Elijah Molden, Cisco's there. Richie Grant is there. Oh, snap. You know what? You know what? I think because I, I got to look and see what the Jaguars are doing, right? They need corner. They need safety. They need, they, they need quarterback. They need uh, an end, right, Joe? So, but can they steal one of my guys? I, I They don't need linebacker, so I could probably take a gamble and get Richie Grant right now and then turn around and then we'll get my linebacker that I need. Let me show you my linebacker, guys. This dang thing. Here we go, right here. Look at this. Look at this. Who is that right up top? Jabril Cox. All right. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give you all my, my – my, my, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys right now. What if we go Grant? And Cox in this second round. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, Joe. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Let's let's not mess around. Let, let's let Richie Grant feel feel pretty confident in his in his play. Let's go. Boom! Right there. And then that's what we're back on the clock. Ooh, and, then, and, the, and the yeah, and they see that was good. And then I, I like that. That that was a good strategy because I think if you would have gone linebacker first, I think the Jaguars would have taken Grant possibly. Yep, you're right. So now we get Jabril Cox, yo. Boom. Look I at love me. it. Look at me. This is what you get on that on that uh Cowboys corner mock draft with with on the Frisco report, guys. Great comments. Everybody hit hit like on this if you're enjoying the content. If you're enjoying this live three mock draft led by Mike and the chat box guys. Appreciate all the, the input here. Uh-oh. Mario Flores likes the, the Cox pick. Nice, nice. Okay. Where are we at? Third round? We're third round. All right, guys. We're on the clock. What do you want Mike to do? Do you want to take a look at an offensive player? Do you want to look at uh, – The last two picks in the third round are all up tackle. to the chat, Joe. So I need I need every single one of them helps. I need all their help. I, I need everybody. This is, this is your guys' draft, Joe. I need you to monitor this. So this is the last DT. two is all yeah. comment section. Looks like we got a couple people saying defensive tackle, defensive end, defensive tackle, Levi, Mazurike. Let's go look at defensive. Ooh, he's there. You got Shelvin in there too. You got Levi there. I think I think either of those two guys are good. I think oh. the Alabama 
is Marvin Wilson gone? He's probably gone. He probably went earlier, huh? Second round. Scroll yeah. down a little bit, Mike. Who who else is on the board? Oh, yep, absolutely. So you got Yeah. Let's see who who else you got still Logan Hall. Yeah, I think those those two top guys. I don't think you can go wrong with either. I, Tyler is more of a of a I, I, he's a big body guy, but I, I I go with Levi, man. I think that would be a hell of a combination. But what do you guys say? Yeah, Marvin Wilson's gone. Marvin Wilson got my pet cat, y'all. Barmore, he's gone. Aaron Lewis says quarterback. Levi. Le Robbie Radford says Levi. We do have a couple of defensive tackles. It looks like the consensus here is defensive tackle for sure, it looks like, Mike. All right. So which, so I see Levi in there. We're going Washington, and I ain't talking football team. Here we go, Joe. We got our last pick coming up. We got nothing but defense up in this up in this thing. All right, I got O line from Luis Twelve right here. Luis Twelve wants to go O line here. Let's take a look and see who is there. All right, let's move over. Maybe we can pick our first offensive player. Martin wants to double dip at cornerback as well. Yeah, who is that? Let's take a look at these guys. Notre oh, Dame in there, Joe. He'd be a he'd be a hell of a pick there. Deontay Smith had a really good senior bowl. We got defensive end, wide receiver, offensive guard. Let's go look at let's go look at our guards. Oh wait, we yeah, let's go look at the interior. Oh. Interior offensive line. There's minors. <laughs> Deontay Brown. That's a big oh, Trey Smith's still there. That guy. That guy showed out. He gives you flex. Trey Smith. He had a hell of a senior bowl. Who else you got down in here? Comp pick. Uh, Josh Myers out of Ohio State. We need to replace Alden. Maybe take a look at your edge guys, Mike. Let's see who's on the board there. All right. Oh, Quincy Roche is there. Oh, well, we got the Jones Patrick Jones, the second. Pittsburgh is there, too. Quincy Rose, Patrick Jones. Does that tickle anybody's fanny? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to do, guys? You want to go O-line? You want to go edge? Roche, we got a exclamation on Roche. Brad Cannon. Roche. Yeah, Brad Cannon in the house. I mean, Roche, Roche, Roche. You know what? We got to do it. We got uh oh uh oh Cleveland Brown in the building saying we got Gregory in an eye, but I, I'm talking about rotational pieces. We're talking about a, a, a late third round pick right here, rotational piece to help because we all know Alden Smith is out of here. You know uh, Lawrence is getting older. Those sack productions, four and a half sacks. I need more than that. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, we. Need we we need uh we need to replace Gallup. Where where did Gallup go? Go back to quarterback. <laughs> we need to replace Gallup. What? What? <laughs> where did Gallup go? Let's look at that. Let's I can't get my corners, man. Just ain't tripping. Cornerback. Who else is left on here? Trey, Trey Brown. Brown. That's not bad. That ain't bad at all. Trey Brown ain't bad. Sean Wade still there? I, I could actually see that. Uh, yeah, if Trey Brown, holy cow, dude, like that's that's very enticing to me, Mike. I got to say, he's still there. I think that guy fills your your slot, can, can uh, protect you if he needs to bump out, but I like him in the slot myself. Trey Brown, if you want to double dip. Bring all that, guys. They want to look at wide receiver for some reason. Yeah, I think for sure McCarthy will take a wide receiver in, somewhere in this draft. I, oh, I definitely think he'll do that. Who it is? Say Sherrod. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I love that one. Tutu Otwell. He's he's badass too. Who else you got here? How about our how about our Clemson kid? Is he still there? Not 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 Powell, but the other one. Uh, oh, oh he is he is still there. <laughs> Man, there, there's some good picks here. But I think guys don't want to go wide receiver with a third. No, not at all. I think all. people are still looking at uh, 
cornerback here. Wade is so bad. Yeah. Yeah, Wade, Wade is I'm, – I'm not a big fan of him either. Uh oh Money Rice, linebacker out of Georgia. I liked him. I liked him. Pete Warner, I like him. Might be a little high for third, but I don't know. He might be there in the fourth. I think Roche, man. Either Roche or Trey Brown for me is where I would probably go. But what do you guys want in the consensus? I think this – everybody's all over the place here. I think we got defense. We got – Linebacker, we got a no from Aaron Lewis. Uh, yes, no wide receiver. Trey Brown, we got cornerback. It, it's kind of all over the place. Trey Brown, Roach. I think it looks like it's between Trey Brown and Roach. Man, looks looks like we're, what we're looking at here. Uh, I don't know. It looks like Monty Rice is getting some <laughs> getting some good things to happen for him. Oh, we got a Brown in there. Got another Brown. So let's say they want to double dip, possibly. Yep. Let's see. What are you thinking, Joe? We got to make a pick. We're going to have to lose our spot. I, I think I go Roche. You, you got you to gotta fill that position. All right. We're going the Dallas Cowboys select past the Roach. Here we go. One of these days. Ah, yeah. So there we're at third round picks. Let's let's go over your selections, Mike. No. People didn't like that. <laughs> the PFF grading system. Oh, they gave me a F for <laughs> for Chase Horn. They're crazy. Yeah, I've I've seen some some goofy some goofy grading by those guys. But let's go over your picks, Mike. So <laughs> you you. You yeah, so you did the trade down. You traded from ten to fifteen with the Patriots. You got the Patriots second round pick. But so with your first pick, Mike J.C. Horn, tell me what you like about J.C. Horn. Let, let me know what you like. Well, I, I like the size. I like the physicality. I think the main thing is the, a physical cornerback with size and speed. So I like him, you know, and he's That's he's so being funny. mocked. Some people aren't are wouldn't even mind taking him at. Uh, at 10. So to get him at 15, I think it's a hell of a play. I think it's a good one. Uh, cornerbacks will go high, though. You know what I mean? So if you need a cornerback, you better get him early. So this is probably, you know, where the last of the Mohicans goes as far as like getting a premier type of cornerback. So I, I like JC Horn there, South Carolina, Mike. Yeah. Uh, two sacks on the year. Um, We'll see what happens. He is junior, though, uh, young guy. I can see why they gave me an F. But uh, there's there's Jace Horn, cornerback, pairing up with Trayvon Diggs. That means no Richard Sherman, no Patrick Pete. That means Cowboys are all in. Next up, Joe, 44 overall. We got Richie Grant. What you like about Richie Grant? Richie Grant, I love this pick here in the second round. Safety, you need the single high safety in Dan Quinn's system. That is the key. That's what we need to come out of the offseason with. Whether it's spending some money in free agency, which we know the Cowboys don't do, or grabbing him in the draft, whether it's Trayvon Merrick or Richie Grant for me, those are the two guys, single high, cover three safeties that can move sideline to sideline. And Richie Grant, his feet are really – I like him over Merrick because his feet are so good. The back pedal, his hips, he can turn on a dime. He kind of moves more like a cornerback, but with safety traits. And that's what you want, all right? So, Richie Grant, if he's available in the second round, I'm taking him. But, man, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody takes him in the first. You know, we've talked about, like, a Darnell Savage. He had that senior bowl bump when he came out. The Packers took him in the in the first round. Some people were like, what the hell? Darnell Savage at 26 or what, whatever it was, he went there. Richie Grant would not surprise me if somebody on that back quarter takes him in the first round I, I wouldn't be surprised by it, but I love that pick there Mike yeah he only played nine games Richie Grant only played nine games this year but left the impact on the field took advantage of opportunities um you know I always talk about household names he did that there at UCF and uh, I'm hoping with with us drafting him at 44 obviously hypothetical I'm hoping he can come in here one practice at a time don't let things overwhelm him and, and pick up where he left off there at UCF Joe yeah 
And then with the pick that you got there from the Patriots, the number 46 pick, Jabril Cox, man, I think this was a was a solid pick here. Linebacker out of LSU, you know, uh, 6'4", 230 range. I think, um, you know, and he does well in coverage. An area that the Cowboys linebackers have struggled, especially with Jalen Smith. Now, do you play him at will? I, I like the versatility that he gives you. You know what I mean? Jabril Cox, a tackling machine. So he has what you want in a linebacker, somebody that uh, is relatively good at wrapping up tackles. You know, you, you don't see a guy who misses a ton of tackles, not perfect by any means, but he has, you know, these traits that you want in a quarter, in a linebacker, in a linebacker needy team, uh, the Cowboys, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. do you want to roll the dice another season with LVE and Jalen Smith? We'll see what the Cowboys do, but either way, they need to come out of this draft with a linebacker. If, if they don't address it in free agency, um, they need to address it in the draft. You know, they got to they gotta bolster a linebacker for sure. Yeah, for sure. If, if the Cowboys draft them, my ears are, are going to be looking at Jalen Smith, my eyes, my ears. Everything's going to be on, on Jalen Smith. How does he handle this? I, I think if this happens, I think you'll see Jalen Smith get moved around. And I, and I granted, I know we need linebacker, but I, I think um, what Dan Quinn being the, the defensive coordinator now, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to be using Jalen Smith more as probably just pass rushing. Um, seeing what he can do. I don't think he's going to be out in space, test cover, stuff like that. If Jabril Cox or this type of impact linebacker gets drafted, Joe, all my ears and all my eyes are going to be on Jalen Smith and what they do with him. No, that's a great point, man. It, it is a really great point as far as we know Jalen Smith's strength is downhill rushing the quarterback. The, now, the Cowboys, they didn't, Mike Nolan didn't do that. You know, we heard it in the preseason that they were going to do that. And they didn't really have that in their their bag of tricks really at all. So that would be something, man. I I, I love that pick. I think that's a steal for me in the third round. Mm-hmm. So the fan consistency right there at 75 was Levi. I don't know much about him. The fans loved him. Joe, I think you picked him too. Tell me about him. I don't know much about him. That Levi Onzuriki, uh, a three-tech. I think he's more of a traditional three-tech. You know, and, and for the Cowboys and Cowboys fans – we shouldn't get stuck on we need a one, we need a three. I think just get good players on this team, man. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. you can get some some garbage can players like a you know the LSU guy, he's a one tag, but he's he's a big uh, uh can of, of uh, meat, <laughs> hard to move. But at the same time, if you want to get penetration and, and have these quarterbacks on the run, go that route. We saw Carolina do that you know, with, with their defensive tackles a, a few years ago. You know, both those guys, they didn't have a, you know, a, a true one, a true three. They were more like three techs rushing up the field. So if the Cowboys can get some sort of semblance of that, I would love that. And guys that can play the run, Levi does was does pretty good against the run, but he'll give you some pop with uh, rushing the quarterback. Now, he is an opt-out. He did show up at the Senior Bowl, and he looked pretty good in the Senior Bowl until he kind of tweaked himself there and, and he didn't play in the game. But I like what he saw. I, I like what I saw out of him. I think he's kept his body in shape. And, you know, he's, he's kept in football shape. And that's what you want to see. I don't want to go with an opt-out who is not in football shape. And you, he has to get in football shape and camp because then you're going to go the whole camp trying to get this guy acclimated to football speed, football shape. Um, so I, I, I do like that about Levi. I think he did himself a really good job showing up in the senior bowl in the way he did. I love that pick there. Put him in the rotation. It doesn't hurt, you know. Um, and I, I, I don't want to hear, oh, we have plenty of three techs, man. Like I said, don't get stuck on we need a specific one tech who weighs 320 pounds. Just get me some men that can play. Right. I love the pick, Mike. Good good one there. Hey, fans, fans. Fans' choice right there. Then we've got Quincy Roach here. Uh, long, short arm, defensive end out of Miami. The U Cowboys only drafted two players since Michael Urban uh, from the U there. So uh, tell me about him. Quincy Roach, transfer out of Temple. Okay. Very productive, 30.5 sacks. So uh, he plays the run well. So he's almost like a Demarcus Lawrence clone. If you want to, if you want to do any kind of comparison, 
there are other comparisons as well. He's still a little bit raw. The bend is not as good as Demarcus Lawrence. You know, Demarcus Lawrence bend is is pretty elite. You know, right. but Quincy has some of that to him. But you know, are you drafting a similar player? There's nothing wrong with that. You do need Demarcus Lawrence is not going to take a brunt of the. You, you got to upgrade over Armstrong. Armstrong didn't get it done. Okay, so bring in Quincy Roche, another pass rusher. Throw him in the mix. I wouldn't even have been mad at, at going after Patrick Jones, you know. Uh, but for me, Quincy Roche is the better prospect, in my opinion. And um, I like what he gives you. And DeMarcus Lawrence is not getting any older. The, we got to remember, DeMarcus Lawrence and Zach Martin came out in the same draft 2014. Okay. So if you think about this, these guys are in the fourth quarter of their careers. Okay. Think about it in quarters. Martin, Lawrence, they're in the fourth quarter. Six years? Nope. Yeah. I said that I say they're in the third quarter. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, oh, 20. That's, year. that's eight years. That's gonna be eight years. Eight years. Yeah. So 20, that's six years, plus one that's seven. Mike's math is not good. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 14. You don't count 14. That, that that's his that's his year that's his rookie year 16 17 18 19 20 21 you count the rookie year it's it's eight years <laughs> okay so he yeah <laughs> mike doesn't count the rookie year i don't know why but you count it but it's 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 what's anyway. 20 minus 14 six so quincy roche guys that's that, that's what i like about it what, what do you like about quincy roche mike <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like his his statue. I like he, he's he's long torso, long legged, short arm guy. Uh, you talk about that band. It ain't like Demarcus Lawrence in the in the run game and things of that sort, but it's there. Um, he he's almost like a I, I wouldn't call him a, a clone when it comes to durability and things of that sort to Demarcus Lawrence, but he's more like a Bradley Anai clone to me. If I'm being honest, just with the frame and the structure there, Joe. Um, but if we, if we if we can get them in the third round with our at ninety nine right there with that free draft pick for losing players because Cowboys can't sign nobody, I'm happy with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a good pick. And you know, PFF, you know, their grades are kind of weird. The Horn one there at an F, I think was was off, but they gave you a B minus. I, I I give it a good grade as well. I think you obviously we went heavy defense. I think a lot of fans do want that, uh, but. Honestly, I think they're going to sprinkle in some offense, e- even in some of these early ones, like your, you know, may- maybe your third comp. They might do that, but maybe they go, maybe they go offense a little bit later. You got two fourths, you you, you know, you got the comp in the fourth. You, you could still uh, a wide receiver there if you want to go there. If you want to add another tight end as well. And guys, just keep in mind that we will go deeper in the mock drafts right now. You know, like everybody else, we're getting more information on some of these players in the third round. You know, we're not going to pretend that we know all these players going into the sixth, seventh round. And, and you know, we're not Dame Bruglers. <laughs> None of us are. Um, but uh, we'll get there. You know, we have plenty of time to get through a full seventh round mock draft. And uh, that, that's great, Mike. Great job by everybody in the chat box. Hit like on this video, guys, if you – you're sticking around here to check out the mock draft and the evaluation. Hit hit like on this video. We do appreciate it, Mike. Hey, yeah, guys, do it, do it to it. Hey, heck of a show. Thank you for your interaction. We got 122 viewers, 84 likes, guys. Let's get to our even 85. Let's get to a. It's actually an odd number, but let's get to 85. Let's round it out. Um, and uh, I counted for you guys on there. Uh, Joe could see that. I don't know, but. Yeah, thank you guys for a great show. Thank you for interacting, Joe. Close them out, Joe. Close them out. They know where to find me. Yes, it's sir. Right yes, there. sir. It's right there. <clears throat> yeah, I love Darren Woodson, Joey. Arizona. Darren Woodson's my boy, man. I I actually have a a piece of memorabilia coming in. I'm going to hang it up back here uh, coming up soon. So, man, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Darren, uh, Darren Woodson. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He gets... He keeps getting overlooked. It's insane. 
It's insane that to some of these, I mean, Brian Dawkins over Darren Woodson, get out of here, bro. You know what I mean? Like Darren Woodson is getting the Drew Pearson, you know, uh, treatment. Uh, great players need to be. You can't tell the Cowboys story of the 90s without Darren Woodson. You know, they always say the benchmark for the Hall of Fame is can you tell the story of the NFL without a certain player? And for the Cowboys, Darren Woodson, three Super Bowl rings, multiple All-Pros, Pro Bowls. You can't tell the story of the Cowboys, three Super Bowls without Darren Woodson. Like, it's crazy to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is what it is. But big shout-out to people who did make it. <clears throat> Drew Pearson, he's finally in. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We appreciate everybody that has joined us here watching this. If you catch us on the replay, make sure you guys hit like on this as well. Robbie Radford, appreciate you, bro. Long-time subscriber member, appreciate you. JOK in the house. We'll do a, we'll do some deep dive on him as well. Uh, that's my guy. That's my university. I don't want to come off bias, so I haven't done a deep dive on him yet. I'll let you guys evaluate him and what you guys think of him, but I will be talking about him. No doubt about that, Mike. But great show, bro. Great, great show. Great job with the mock draft, the PFF mock simulator, trading down. I love the picks. I love the conversation in the chat box. Uh, agreeing, disagreeing, offering different names. Great job, guys. Can't do this without you. But Mike, any of you guys, nice. let everybody know where they can find you. Oh, well, you know why you can find me? It's draft season, fellas. It's draft season right here on the Frisco Report, guys. Hey, if you want to wear what Joe and I are wearing, Joe, tell them where they can go. Yeah, just go to thefriscoreport.com. The or go you can you actually you can go here on the channel you know click on the the community tab you'll see the uh, the merchandise tab the store click there and you can grab yourself a draft season shirt if you want 25% off draft is the code the coupon code okay so check that out guys check that and indeed martin appreciate the other the the super chats tonight bro i appreciate that man love the love, the growth, the growth, the growth. We can't do it without you. But, Mike, that's a wrap for this one, everybody. That's it. Appreciate you. We will see you next week for another conversation, and we'll go another round with you guys. Another mock draft in the books coming up. Peace, everybody.